0: Hello once again, everybody, and thanks for joining us here on AIW's The Card Is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, the obligatory shout out to all of our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whatever source you listen to the show. Want to thank Angelo's Pizza for providing hot, warm pizza for you at our live events and, of course, feeding us while we record. If you want to check out Angelo's, not just their pizza, but everything they offer, go to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks, of course, to Pollyanna DIY. They provide certain merchandise for us and they can do all of that for you as well. So make sure you look up Pollyanna DIY. And if you're at the AEW show, stop by our merchandise stand and you can check one of the custom uh, pins that they've made for us in a variety of capacities, especially the Chandler Biggins pins that we all love. Grab one of those the next time you're at a show. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, who records all of our live events so that you can watch them back on DVD or on digital download stream. And speaking of download streams, thanks to independentwrestling.tv. Sign up using the code ABSOLUTE. And get how many days? Free?
1: Well, it's not a downloadable stream. But well, this is It true. is a stream. It's a stream. And you get a extended free trial of 20 days. There
0: you go. So you can watch past AIW shows as well as multiple other promotions. That's independentwrestling.tv. And with that, we'll get into this week's show. We'll be covering the seven-year itch. Seven-year itch. Show that took place in December. Our special guest. December. There. December. March. March. March, <laughs> March. Dude, March. I don't know. I got all my timelines messed up. Yeah. March. I mean, it's because Billy... of, because of the studio. Of <laughs> because yours. we're in
2: this. Is it all
3: the mold that's behind all this paneling? Is it probably. starting to affect your it's brain? Probably all the
2: asbestos
0: and yeah. lead paint. So Billy Kidman was our special guest there. But
1: before you before you continue, I thought that was a surveillance camera. That light <laughs> that right light. there. <laughs> You see that right there, dude? Yeah, what, this thing yeah. up here. I thought that was what a... is this fake taxi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You I never thought it know was... what you're gonna find down here. You know the '70s paneling. Like, they probably film porn down here. That's that they want to get that real amateur. You one. have a fucking Atari down here too.
3: It's a that's Atari. badass. I didn't have it At- when I was a kid. I had in television. I didn't have Atari. It's, I got my dad that. Atari. I
1: got my dad that for Christmas one year.
3: I probably liked it. Like it's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the Atari. It's nice. Flashback. I got all the old discs. Like for the original it's a, PlayStation. It's like a
1: built-in. Got, yeah. yeah,
3: but I got like a, an Atari CD and an Intellivision oh, CD okay. and like all the old yeah, my, games. My dad was like, yeah, we used to
1: play Atari before we went out to the bars in the 80s.
3: My dad used to play Intellivision with his friends. They'd come over and play like the worst yeah, fo- my, football. and. My dad and was baseball.
1: talking about some game where you had to like wrangled ponies or something. Yeah. Like,
2: I don't
3: lasso. <laughs> they were just like, you know, like six pixels running around, you know, like, oh, this is great. You know, it was I, was
1: I
0: never system. played Atari before.
1: Oh, that's no? the first nope. system I, I, didn't, I Like kid. I
3: said, I had Intellivision. So Do I didn't. you
0: remember there was Atari, but there was another one. It was made by Sega. Nah, oh, that's one too I forgot about. But there was another one made it
3: was by. T- back in the day, it was Atari and Intellivision, which was Mattel. And yeah. then ColecoVision came out.
0: And then there was a Sega one that was... Just Genesis. That No, there was one before Genesis. And it also predated Nintendo, and I can't think of what oh, it was. Predated Nintendo? It's mm-hmm. it's what the original Double Dragon, I think, was even Sega on. CD? No, no that's no, after. That's I had after. a Sega CD,
1: though. Yeah. Sega CD was
3: sweet. I, just, I went from Intellivision to Nintendo, and then Super Nintendo, and then PlayStation. Yeah, so I, I didn't I have the
0: system, but uh, a lady that used to babysit all the neighborhood kids, she did. And we we played Double Dragon on there. I don't remember what the heck it was. Noveling Are you thinking it of a com- like uh, computer? Commodore sixty four? No, but that's another good that's one. A, my friends had that that yeah. No, nah, it was a uh, it was it was a system. I don't know. Anyway, end of the episode. We just got into, We just got. Into, <laughs> we just did a tangent wh- right pop off the culture back. next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Pop culture Pete. Yeah, pop culture Pete pre-
0: video. video games. We'll have to
3: delete that. Episode data. four, perhaps. You I guys don't just know. got a free Patreon. I got episode ex- two all ready to go. Yeah. So that's a uh, free free
0: Patreon exclusive right there of pop culture Pete. <laughs> uh, so Billy Kidman was our guest at the Seven Year Itch, but on this episode of the card is going to change. We are joined by the Duke, Doctor Daniel C. Rockingham. As always, AIW owner John Thorne, and my name is Steve Guy. I'm your moderator of sorts. And yes, the seven-year itch took place in March, not in December. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But nonetheless, it was at a new venue for us. At Saint John's Byzantine Baptist Church, really long name. Yeah, venue, I don't know if yeah. I got St. all of those.
2: Saint John's Baptist Byzantine Church. There it is. Yes. Yeah, that's the correct with the order. Giant golden domes that you can see from anywhere if you're driving around that very area. Very
0: confusing to get to, I will say. Oh yeah, very. Like the venue it part was? of it. It's uh, the venue. Part. Oh, to get actually inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. Know where to go? Because like when the church is at the front. Like I was with uh, Eddie, and we pulled in. And we're like, where, where are yeah. all the cars? I got there late. saw <laughs> I, so I was
3: watching fans. I was just kind of following fans
2: go in. I was like, I'll, oh, I must be over there. I
0: was like, dude, I know that we pre-sold tickets. So I don't, we're either at the wrong venue or people just aren't showing up. I don't it, know. It's like
2: a complex. It's like an entire you
0: know, Yeah. Area. And not an obvious complex like Mount Carmel. Like Mount Carmel, you can tell, okay, there's stuff in the back. And this is just, so just one attached building. Yeah, the actual church is so large. That you couldn't Neither see and is behind it. Before
1: you go on, speaking of Mount Carmel, do you want to tell your, your
0: alleged story that you heard? <laughs> yeah. This <okay>. week? Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So when I forgot to mention this previously, but when uh, doing the Dolph Ziggler show as the improv, I saw uh, there was a security guy there who also used to, You know, help us out at Mount Carmel. Oh, the
3: Latino guy, the security guard. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't want to get him in trouble. I was trying. I was trying to provide few details, but so (laughs) oops. (laughs) So he and I get to talking about it. He asked me if we found a new home. Knew exactly who I was, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, we've bounced kind of from these other places." Because man, I don't get it. I don't understand this at all. You gave money all the time. You guys left it clean. It's absolutely ridiculous. He goes, but this new guy, man, he's a real stickler, and he's really he's really hard on this stuff, and uh, proceeds to tell me that they don't know what happened to the previous uh, padre, and that at one point in time, he was arrested and spent two nights in jail over a weekend because he was running a casino night there Illegally, and it was not the first offense. Why am I finding out about this now? (laughs) So, as a priest, as an acting priest, he spent two nights in jail. That's awesome.
1: We always, me and Biggins always suspected he was like a witness protection program sort of deal.
3: Yeah. And that just. They wouldn't make you a priest, though, in that. "Eh, I don't know about that.
1: I don't know. You know, he could have, you know, they could have sent him off to his new life, and he just came up with this new scheme, but.
2: Picked right back up or possibly left off.
1: Steve texted me that the other day. I went, oh my God, it's all all coming together. I, he I think he had told me like what
0: state we that probably he were do, but I don't remember what We it probably was. were never allowed in there and this guy was just right. doing that's, it on the side. That's what I was thinking as soon as I found that out. I was like, "Well, it's a good thing we stopped selling beer because who knows what would have happened there." Right. Wow. So that was the that's the update on Mark, Mount Carmel Damn, that I all had. Right. All right. Interesting. <laughs> and but he also told me that not that many people he didn't think really had a problem with it with us being there aside from this new priest who Determined that pro wrestling has nothing to do with the Catholic Church, which is again.
3: He determined that free money for an empty building was uh was not viable to the Catholic.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, just
1: sitting there doing nothing.
2: Exactly, and I don't even think they rent it out at all, other than the church functions. Like, well, they have quinceaneras and and black ladies singing
3: down there. No, I That's don't think I think they, couple they almost we cut there. off almost all rentals. Is like what
2: I've been. Oh, heard. now yeah,
3: because they used to have par- weddings and parties in there all the they had time. Double booking us. I know. We got to make way for the quinceanera, and then those En Vogue uh, light was down there that one time when Godfather was here. They were all the, the
2: lady thought I took their headset. She was like, "What are? Oh, that's yours." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah,
0: yeah." <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't know. A lot of things happened going on. Clearly,
3: we're not looking forward to talking about the show because we've talked about pretty much everything well, else. No, there's that. <laughs>
0: well,
2: no, we got a new venue. We had an update about the old venue.
3: Yeah, that yeah, was, was a one timer though, wasn't it? The what? venue? No, we're no, going... no, we're going back there. Oh, are we? We are back there. We're okay. back there this Friday. Yeah. Oh, is that where it is? We're yeah. calling it yeah. where the gold is. Oh, good thing I So I'm really glad know. that we all found it. Well, you guys are not supposed to tell
2: me. <laughs> you're hoping you're going
0: to go to Mount Carmel, dude. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I had Duke going to the Odeon. Guys. <laughs> Duke's going to the party oh, center. God
3: damn it. <laughs> it's
1: was an acronym, that's right. No fish fries. Yeah. So, yeah, here we are, new venue. We, set up, we, we get in 24 hours in advance. We set up, uh, which is a whole... Th- fucking ordeal because they had streamers hanging from the ceilings.
2: Which it's all like a party setup it looks. It looks nice when you're to like take pictures of it, but it's uh, not functional for professional wrestling at I do all. like
0: the lights kind of hanging down. I think I feel like that was a cool vibe. Yeah, I don't know if we were allowed
1: to do it, but Matthew Justice just started hitting pulleys and fucking pulling shit down and
0: The uh and
1: I went, "Well, Dr. Dan signed for it, so go for it."
2: The uh th- the gentleman who is the grounds crew guy there, he texted me and goes, "You're going to put everything back, right?" And uh well, yeah, of course. Cuz goes, we're going to clean, we're going to move all the chairs. Oh, did he go and see it? He texted me. He was like, "You're going to put everything back, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, we we taped off everything. We're we're good. We know exactly where it all goes." And did we put it all back? Yes. Good for us. That was <laughs> I have to say I know we're jumping way ahead, but that was the most efficient setup and then teardown our crew has ever done. We were out of that building when the last fan left. We were out of that building like 45 minutes after. Why is that?
0: It's okay. We don't usually talk about this part, but so
2: it was efficient. Everyone actually like did their jobs and just just, just the loaded. people. It had
0: nothing to do with the building.
2: No. Oh, well okay. the, also there's no stairs. Which mm. that's a big thing.
0: Okay. You just go right out a doorway. Yep. You're right into the hall. Pull the truck go. right up. All right. Fair
2: enough.
1: But uh, the locker room is a little cramped as compared to what we've been used to. Yeah. We, yeah. We've been we've been a little spoiled in uh, Mount Carmel.
3: Uh that locker room was very uh dirty. Lakewood Lakewood Church. <laughs> Esque. I can't uh, remember the name of that church. In uh, St. Gregory's we Church. We had the stage in that little room. Yes. That was, that was a, reminded me uh, of that. So,
1: you know, it, uh, it, everything's set up, and uh, we kick off the day with a Billy Kidman seminar, uh, which Billy Kidman was a guy that we were, I, you know, I talked to a long time ago and could not get something to, to line up, and uh, we were able to work on a deal just because Fastlane was in town. Uh, he was, you know, already come into town anyway so he was able to work it out with wwe and uh yeah we, we did a seminar which i feel was probably the best seminar uh
0: we ever did now you say that did you know that that is the first seminar that billy kidman's ever done i did know that that was crazy to me because everybody every everybody who uh took part in it that i talked to after the fact all said it was great they loved it they got so much out of it and then i talked to billy and i was like so how did it go you know want to make sure that we didn't have anybody fucking off during it and he was like no uh, i think it went great because i don't have anything to compare it to but <laughs> yeah he, it seemed like it went great he never he never did one before and he had some
1: reservations about it when i pitched him on it uh but you know he was like there for the inception of fcw transitioning into nxt yeah. like uh so you know he knows what he's doing and he knows how to teach people but some of these guys just kind of don't realize, you know, don't don't realize like they don't have if they don't have like a set curriculum they don't know. Right. And uh it ended you know, it, it went for like four or five hours. It's
0: almost like he doesn't realize how much knowledge he really has. Dr. Dan, did you do it? I did not do it. Oh. Got stuck at the office. Mm-hmm. Duke?
3: I don't do seminars. No. no. But I was also at work anyway. I
0: heard you did one once. That was a tryout.
3: Oh yeah, a long time ago. Yeah.
0: But uh
1: yeah so it it went very good i think it was uh it was for sure our our, our best seminar um and then you know billy is free to go after you know uh, the deal is is he's going to do the seminar he's going to do the meet and greet at the beginning and then he's free to go uh billy kidman does not leave billy kidman you Actually. know door you know fast forward doors are open everything um the meet and greet is is gone gone on we're getting ready to uh to start And he comes back, he grabs me, he says, hey, can I have a lineup? I give him a lineup, and he goes, and he sits in the crowd, and he takes notes on every single match uh, and watches the entire show and then gives every single performer, whether they did the seminar or not, feedback.
0: Yeah, he was a pretty incredible guy to have there, which was great. And, And we did not get out of there to the after party until so late because we kept talking to Billy Kidman about different stuff. About just running a show in general, the input that he had. Yeah, and I was a-
1: I was asking him all kinds of stuff, and he was just giving me some just like mind blowing advice that I'm not going to give away for free on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but like, it was such simple things that I was like, oh, but, and it's just WWE stuff, right? That you just never think of at an independent level, and uh, he couldn't have been a-, a better dude either, you know, like. He could have came in, got his money, that was our agreement, and left, and he, he, did, he did not. He stayed, watched everything, stayed at the end, like, gave every single person uh, feedback. Uh, and, yeah, he was, you know, he was probably at that building from 2 p.m. until close to, like, 12.30
0: a.m. Oh, yeah, definitely. He, uh, one of, easily one of our better, I feel like we say that all the time, but one of our best guests in did general. Did you go to the after party? I know he did, he did not he did not attend the after party. I think he had he had a big day ahead the next. Day. I don't, well, no, he was off the really. next day. Actually, he was off. Yeah, yeah he was off until Sunday. But
1: no. uh, his hotel was in the opposite direction of you know where we were going. So uh, plus it was it was a super long day what for.
3: Was it Nax again?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, we're at Nax for the after party. We'll be at Nax again this Friday night. Correct, Dan? We will. My uh, a little plug. My seven-year age also started. Speaking of new venue, uh, Monsoon was off that day. He was busy, he couldn't pick up all the concessions. Oh yeah! So old Eddie he had, Kingston he had and a I, work he had a work meeting. Old Eddie works. K- yeah, who knew? Old Eddie Kingston and I had to roll through the local uh, Gordon Food Services and try to find all the stuff that monsoon. I got the monsoon list: sixty-four hot dogs. The that come qu- in a package. I all
3: beef. Yeah, no expenses spared. <laughs> yeah. Hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, at, look that's, at, a,
0: <laughs> that's a Biggins rule. All the
2: <laughs> <It was laughs> looking so... at that shopping list was hilarious. Like looking at the exact like number. Like it's in this aisle. You're
0: gonna find a it, giant can you know, no. of nacho he, cheese. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, he didn't have he didn't have the aisles. That was the biggest problem. Eddie and I like going through there, and I'm like, fucking, this probably takes monsoon. Five minutes or ten minutes, he knows exactly where everything is, and it took us like an hour.
2: I'm sure you could look it up online exactly what aisle and what like bay. It's like I bet GFS is like Home Depot at this point. You can like punch in what you need Find the and bay. it'll have it exactly there.
1: GFS can't be that
0: big. Uh There's so much stuff there. It's like
1: not like you're going to Walmart. It's not
0: like the problem was there wasn't an exact order to it. You know what I mean? So, like, if I'm in the aisle and I'm looking for napkins, you would think that then I could find, like, paper plates and silverware in that same aisle. No. They're, like, two aisles down well, a with a bunch with of N. other shit. Yeah. It's N not alphabetical. Plates. Well, maybe
3: that's how they do it. That's I don't true. Know. Maybe that is how they do yeah. it. That's a good so you're point. you're poo-pooing it right away. Yeah, you you're right. You're right. You're
0: right. Fucking Steve guy. Sorry. Sorry to uh, have done that to you, Duke. Yeah, that's a fair point. You're Thank right. You. Uh, the chips were... Like the different co- chips were not in the same aisle as like he makes you buy like the little uh, gummy snack things. Yeah, he has
1: very specific things. The fruit chew fruit things.
0: snacks combos, cookies, yeah. grandma's cookies, yeah. and none of those things were in the same aisle either, no. which was mind boggling. Like, I mean, come on, you gotta be kidding they, me. They don't call it shopping for it's, nothing. It's
3: job security. That's what that's what it's called. Yeah, Monsoon isn't giving away all his secrets for free either. No, nah, that's a good my call.
1: my day was uh, Hornswoggle uh, shooting vignettes for him for all his WrestleMania matches. Which, oh yeah. Uh, If anyone subscribes to the Patreon, I made a vlog that is exclusive to the Patreon of all the outtakes and the entire day of uh, mine and Hornswoggle, Uh, so I won't give away too much of that. But
0: Eddie Kingston and I also record our first episode of The King and Guy that day, too you Guy's like a one upper, you know. Whenever you That's got a, a story, he's he's just one upper. I know,
3: yeah. Oh, I work with people like that, or I used to. <laughs> the one <laughs> Oh, you had cancer? Yeah. Oh, my cancer was way worse than your cancer. <laughs> you can't
0: one up. You can't oh, one up your swaggle vignettes. I just you're with Swaggle. I was with Eddie Kingston at Gordon's Food Service. Yeah. Why is Eddie Kingston lost, a lost, <laughs> lost? looking for fruit snacks. Why is Eddie Kingston a one up? on Swaggle Kingston. Uh, swoggle, Kingston lost taller? in the
1: grocery store, guys. Check out the vlog. <laughs> you,
3: you missed that? You Did should you bring have been, your own filming, Eddie? the whole time looking for this stuff you what know
0: have, i should like have classic have, promo you're right that would have been great for that listen uh, i if i really wanted to up you i would have talked about our day the next day with dr dan but i'm not going to get into that
1: <sighs> let's get into the show we're already spent 20 wonderful, minutes in i'm
3: just
0: gonna
1: come i'm just gonna come on and say it i fucking hated this show i know i'm supposed to like really rah rah on this podcast i hated this fucking show it seemed like nothing clicked uh, at all it's like a two and a half match show in my opinion which we'll get to those two and a half matches
3: i have uh, recollection well, of two matches i think i hated ours and i comment i, I commentated on Swaggles, and it wasn't very good either and then i had to leave and go to work really I, I,
1: I i hated lot. this I show know. um i halfway think because billy kidman was critiquing people it made people uh a little but they didn't know they're a little on it they knew it's people true. knew People knew. People knew. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Pe- I think I, had to, I didn't know. I think it just made people a little different. I don't know. You know, like because uh, that's the weird thing about seminars is when you're getting this feedback, it's like some of it you're gonna apply, some of it you're not. But like if that guy's sitting there watching you, that just gave you that feedback, it can. I think it can make you feel a certain kind of way about how you're about to perform, uh, and. That is what I'm going with. Is people just felt a certain kind of way because Billy Kidman was was there, and he's a you know a, a lot of people don't realize how high ranking of a guy Billy Kidman is in the WWE system. Right, uh, he is very very up there. Not saying that he can get you a job or anything like that, but he is you know he is up there, and uh, especially with the job that he does. So I I don't know. I just I, I did not like the show at all. Um, it just. Seems like so much stuff did not clear. It
0: also seemed like we were doing so well. So we got the the headsets and all those rocking, and we were doing great with times for oh, however this, many shows before that. This and everything man. just fucking fly, flies out the window in this show in terms of times. Which to me, Billy Kidman's watching you, and if you were aware of that, you you like, would stick to your time because you know he has that sheet in front of you that the says first the first match just goes over. And then so just, first match is the scramble. And I remember the big takeaway to me in a conversation with you. Uh, Post show or after this match, this made do you remember me, what he said?
1: Yeah, this that scramble made me decide to not put a scramble on WrestleMania weekend. Like that, uh, like it, there was always a chance that we were going to open with an unadvertised scramble in Jersey City. And after watching this one and it going overtime, uh, I went there's and knowing that we kind of had a gun to our head on time for Jersey. I went there's absolutely no way I'm adding another I'm adding a scramble because it this just didn't you know it, it it went over time when it was already given a lot of time and you know uh it was just a once we started off like that it was just kind of all downhill from there
0: so but, you, you mentioned people maybe being on edge because Billy Kimmins there do you think that the opposite is also true in that or could be true in that because he was there, every single person wanted to make sure they got every single thing in
1: uh maybe in a scramble, but not later on, okay, you know like uh it it just it it just you know it it just did not click, and you know I'm trying like this is like okay, like we have two shows before Jersey, like let's fucking get it going tight, and right
2: uh this just, match was not tight. It was not you were in, this match, in the Doctor Dan. Yes, it was. Uh, when I know we're inside baseball here, but when I heard, oh, two minutes left, and I knew we were nowhere near the end. I went, "Yep, all right, we're going way over." I just knew right in my head because I heard heard the time called, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this is
0: it's uh, this is gonna be rough." Is you, Facade, Trey Lamar, AJ Gray, Wheeler, and uh, Danhausen
2: and Danhausen. I got licked. That was weird. There's a few
3: guys in there that like to get all their shit in i mean and if that's if nobody says anything then that's that's what happens
0: we did have a scary moment a couple of guys went into the crowd we make sure trey lamar didn't even know he was on the show when
2: he walked in the building i'm like where's your stuff and he looked at me and goes what do you mean I'm like we are first trey what do you mean what do i mean yeah he- oh oh wait oh sorry then he just runs out to his car he
0: had no idea luckily he brought his stuff that day at least he had his stuff yeah he got uh, he got his nose busted at one point in that match. He did. I remember that. I remember he rolls out sitting in front of me, and I just looked down, and he's just bleeding from his nose. I'm like, oh, all right, that's a thing. I don't know what happened there. New yeah. canvas already got blood on it. <laughs> I think it already had blood on it at
2: that point.
1: Uh, yeah. So I mean, I just you know, this just kind of sets sets the tone for me to just not enjoy the show. And I mean, I'm I'm sure the match is fine, but it's like I was looking at it more from a managerial standpoint this entire show and it just, you know, uh, it it could have been better probably, but also the timing and all this other stuff and I just, uh, it it put me into a super stressed out mode because I was like, you know, there's absolutely no
0: way that we we can add a match in Jersey. So the next match we go into is a women's match. Alley Cat and we uh, have a debut with us and Alex Gracia, uh, who we talked about Leading up to the show, uh, saw some of her clips, doing stardom stuff in Japan. And so we had some people who were excited about her coming in. Alley Cat, the new ace. Alley Cat, is she kind of your... Uh... Your measuring stake when with uh with females at this point, you know, she would probably like she would say that, yeah. she would probably like me to say that, yeah, <laughs> like she's become the Lewis Linden for females, <laughs> like ah, we don't know how they are, let's put over that. That's a bold statement,
1: <laughs> Steve. I mean, it's like how many girls are around at this point, you know, right? Like, uh, yeah, she uh, Alley Cat, the new ace, that that'll be a t shirt, huh? Alley yeah, cat, why not? Yeah. AWA's Alley Cat, uh, you know, they. Uh, This, this, another one, some stuff clicks, some stuff does not click. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the risk you take, though, with uh, going, you know, uh, bringing in a new talent um, and, you know, just kind of throwing it out there and seeing what happens. Um, You know, some people really enjoyed the match. Some people really did not enjoy the match. (laughs) You know, like it was, it was not a five star classic. It wasn't uh, the most uh, awful match of all time. It was. You know, probably middle ground somewhere, but um, expectation-wise, obviously, you know, when you're bringing in a, an unknown talent all the way from Texas, you kind of have higher expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, you know, I, I guess when all you're seeing is gifts, you know, that's kind of w- what you're expecting. And some of the timing was just off. And um, you know, like I said, I just this this show, just something w- was just off all around all night.
0: So then we go into uh, the tag match, which Duke has already expressed uh, <laughs> not good feelings about. I, PME, Duke money. I have also not good feelings about
1: this. I'll say it right now. Like uh, you know, when you're putting when you're putting a four team tag out there, there's a certain expectation about what it's going to be. I think some people decided we're going to do something. We're going to do something else, and it. Uh,
0: It was something else. We had the production in there
3: too. Can you expound upon that? And I I maybe can say yeah, yay or nay or whatever, because I was a little more in tune with what was going on.
1: Well, I think you know. Obviously, the expectation is is uh, for lack of a better terminology, is a fucking car crash stunt show of four teams, a sprint uh this was not a sprint this was
3: it was not and that was one of the one of the first things that kind of threw it off the rails was it kind of started out that way it kind of started out that way and then there's no crescendo to this No it well it's it started to go there and, and then, then, then it flattens it 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 turned into a really 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 long segment that wasn't I don't think it was supposed to be that long and didn't need to be that long and i think And did
0: something uh, happen? No, no, nothing happened.
3: It just what what, what I think was called.
1: What I think happened is, um, I think because there's a segment later on to set up Jersey, I think everyone wanted to save their shit for this run in segment later, Mm. and then this just turns into a very long, like, nothing match instead, to where if. That's how these guys wanted to do it. They could have, instead of going whatever the allotted time was, they could have went a hot six and got in and got out. And then later on when there's all these run-ins and there's this angle right? and they're fucking doing these waterfall spots going into the next thing, Uh, I think...
3: That would have been better. Did they do all that later? Yeah, they all. Every, they did a bunch of like double t- tag team spots.
1: Yeah, they do all their spots late. You okay, know,
3: I didn't. I wasn't there for that. I have no idea. But it just, and that was that was never discussed when we were talking about it. And it was just that middle part. It got really slow, and I think it just messed everybody up because it was just like. I think everybody everybody except for the 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 one set of guys was kind of like we got to kind of pick this up, you know, we're not really doing anything. And and then it just kind of fell apart. And, and
1: I think that's more of like, hey, Billy Kibbin's here, let's show him that we can work and it's like
3: maybe, I don't know.
1: I get the, I get that mindset, but it's like
3: uh,
1: you know, you have to <laughs> You got to do what the, like everyone in that match knew what the expectation is. You know, even a guy like Jock Sampson would know what the expectation is when you're in a four-way tag match. Uh, And I'm not singling him out. I'm just using him as an example because he's probably the, the lesser of the acrobatic of everybody. Uh, And it just does not turn out what I put down on paper and, envisioned is not what happens
3: i think maybe had you had you got everybody and said if they're gonna do all this shit at the end which I, I don't know if you did or not
1: i did not but you know i thought and that's you know just me not i guess being thorough enough i thought that we've done enough of these over the years, that the expectation is there of what it's supposed to be and why it's there. and uh, You know, it just it not it isn't, it isn't there. So it's, does this
0: make you go into kind of shifting gears a little bit? Because as a promoter, um, I guess for lack of better terms, we've kind of been uh, spoiled for, oh, I don't know, a year and a half, two years now, where these matches have been going well and everything kind of has been at expectations, the very least, or exceeding. And do you think that this kind of puts you into the mindset of like, all right, I got to be even more involved because you you did kind of give a, a long leash to a lot of these shows as they've been happening. Uh, do you well, need are you going to rein things in more, or do you feel like maybe you? I'm should? very
1: well, and you know, I was just very you, you know the the reaction to this is I was very thorough for Jersey City, sure. You know, and what I wanted, and, you know, uh, telling specifically Colin and Sheech, like, hey, this is. And they end up going under time. Like, that match in Jersey City goes like six and a half minutes. I was going to say it felt like it went about five minutes. But it's like everything, you know, like boom, boom, boom. Nobody realizes it's six and a half minutes. Uh, And that's better than. Like, I just think on an indie show where. Like it, it works in some indie shows, but like at an AIW show where you're going to see a lot, I just don't think like heat segments and like drawn out things work unless it's you know like a traditional tag possibly. Sure.
3: Uh, and that's it, kind of what I was referring to is that it just it just kind of fell apart in the middle. So whatever. Nobody bats a thousand.
1: Yeah, and this show—I mean, this show was a wake-up call in like we're not bad a thousand. You know right. what I mean? Like, like uh, this is—and uh, uh, I hate to dwell on it—and it's probably going to tank the sales on it. But like, this is just like, uh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, the, nothing is working tonight.
0: Well, and well, let's
3: t- let's see if the next one
0: works. To the to the point, you know, this could be. We dissect everything so intently that look, watch it back, and maybe maybe it's not how we thought. The next match, I think, is something that works to me. Uh, it, it, this is one that for me exceeded expectation. Uh, Tim Donst, Tom Lawler, and we go to a twenty-minute draw, and it works. But based on how the show was
1: going, this was booked specifically to piss the fans off with the finish. Yeah. And it went like, okay, now here's something that's working, but the finish is going to fuck it. And <laughs> they were pissed off. They were not happy. They were very angry. And that's where I'm like, you know, like, that's why I say it's a two and a half match show, because if this match has a straight finish, it's great. They work very well together. Uh, but knowing the finish, I knew that, uh, you know, no matter. It was meant to fucking build to the Jersey City main event and get, you know, uh, get the four-way there. But uh I just knew, you know, based on how the show was going, that this is just, you know, these, uh you know, just kind of piling on, yeah. you know, to, you know, just more bad stuff. Which this is intended to be, to get this reaction, but when you put it on, like, a show
0: that's already not clicking, it it's bad. This match, uh... I legitimately had people afterwards trying to tell me that it only that that match only went 10 to 12 minutes. There's no way that 20 minutes just happened. I was like, "No, that's They actually went over
1: and I fucked up and when I called the time, they had like one more thing to do, but it was already over 20." Okay. So it goes over. You know, it's over tw- it's like 20 in like 30 seconds or yeah. 21 maybe. And they were like, you called it too soon. And I'm like, dude, it's it was 20.
0: Like- yeah. It was, uh, I enjoyed this one, though. I really did. Even even down to, like, you know, knowing what's, what's coming, obviously. But uh, I just, uh, I sensed that it was going to somehow catch people off guard. And it did. And I thought that people would be annoyed. But I didn't, I guess I didn't think that people would be as pissed off as they were. And people were furious. Well, people don't like, people don't like that. Yeah,
3: people don't like investing twenty minutes of their time (laughs) in something that a lot of people, two guys that people have very strong opinions about, right? And they don't like to have the rug pulled out from under them at the end and be like, eh, maybe we'll give you something later because basically they feel like they just wasted twenty minutes of their life and they there's no resolution. People wanted them to keep going,
0: but it was entertaining as hell.
3: That's why that's why it works.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. You're absolutely right.
1: And it was that way by design. It just sucks yeah, that the rest well. of the show wasn't going to, going
0: well. Well, not to, you know, put more into you, but uh, the next match is Swoggle versus Big Twan Tucker. How'd that one go for you? Oof, not good. Not good. Uh, I had fun commentating it. Did you? Yeah. What was your favorite moment? Um, <laughs> One of my favorites is when Big Twan just... Gives him the boot and knocks him right down on his ass. Was there a moment when Tuan was on the
3: top rope, and and I think I may have called? Was he up on the top rope or the Yeah, rope? that's what i was talking about. He's up, probably he's up, up on, the, on the second, second rope. I think I made a biplane reference uh, with Swaggle. Like, okay, I think like some sort of King Kong joke. This could have been.
1: This is another one that could have been great.
3: And I don't know what it is if guys
1: just. We're not communicating properly all day long or what but there's just you know this one goes bad, swaggles all upset when it's over uh, this this match leads to Tuan getting pulled off of everything. Uh, he gets taken off of Russell Rave and replaced with Wardlow. a mm-hmm. uh, little spoiler I have a graphic. it was Zach Thomas versus Big Tuan Tucker. And this match ends, and I book Wardlow almost instantly. And I uh, take, you know, I take Tuan. Like I said, I had already determined that there's going to be no scramble or no additional matches added to Jersey City. This just this cements that. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it sucks for Twan because he is one of the guys that does come on the trip to Jersey and, you know, devotes his time. But, you know... I let him know. I said, you know, you, you gotta, you, you have to come to training. You, like, uh, you guys can't just be wrestling once a month and expect to be fucking crisp. Uh, you just don't have, uh, like, none of these students have the ring, I guess, savviness to just be able to go out there and go.
0: You know, is that what it is for him? I mean, Daniel training all the time. It's, it's getting the repetitions. Yeah, it's right. Well, you can't. You can't. You can't not go to training yeah and then expect to have
2: a a good man riffic mm-hmm. not evenific even uh, uh, kind, just, kind of I mean it's it's it, your straight it's your timing with everything it's you have to practice what you're doing it's like a baseball player or a basketball like it's you have to have your timing now and you have to do your reps because i'm st- if if I miss a day of training, I can tell like I like the next day I'm like oh I'm a tad off. It goes, you, it's that rep, constant repetition of always being a training, always not even as long as like having ring time. That's the biggest thing. You don't got to go and take a thousand
0: bumps, but. But it's also it, like, you know, pulling back the curtain here a bit, but it, it's also, it's the repetition of in your mind. Okay. I'm, I'm working the left, right? I'm not, I'm not going on the right. I mean, it's not, I mean, it, as opposed it, it, to you're in that moment and now it's you've knowing you knowing where you are. It's, yeah. It's, it's,
3: it's understanding where you need to be. It's understanding how to put things together. Twan's biggest problem really is Twan. You know what? I'm not even gonna say it because I shouldn't. I shouldn't be shitting on people on
2: podcasts. If I, I should tell Twan. I was just. So, I was gonna say, but you I can. Sh- I shouldn't.
0: You, you can. Cre- you can help him. It's
2: like anything, Steve. If you You're the veteran. hit the punchline of a joke wrong.
0: Sure. It's not going to go over well. It's the same thing. Well, I've never hit the punchline of a joke correctly, so there's that.
2: I, I, I laughed. Most hottest thing you ever said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed. Thought I laughed when we went hunt. saw you last year. Thanks. Appreciate
1: uh, that. Yeah. So uh, this just and you know, it's uh, it's a it's a dance. It's two you know it's two people. swaggle also not uh, probably not on his. Game at that, you know, a hundred percent either, uh, but you know, uh, more so. I'm gonna put the blame on Tuan because Tuan w- isn't the guy that was in the WWE, you know. And like, uh, for better or for worse, that's the way that the cards are gonna fall for any student in any situation, uh, and they have to re- they have to realize that, you know. And it's just like um, you gotta you gotta take your licks, and you get you have to try to improve yourself and uh, Tuan was you know I've had several conversations with Tuan since this match and I think he understands you know what happened and uh, why he was taken off shows and uh, at least in a in a in a wrestling capacity at this point
0: so from one student having uh, a rough go to another student trying to prove himself and to me, doing a great job of it. Our next match we go to is uh, Zach Thomas and Eddie Kingston.
1: This is my one. This is you know one right here. Like this is it. This is one of the two and a half. You know, so okay. we're at one point <laughs> five of the matches that I like uh, right now, and um, yeah, you know, Zach is uh, Zach is is doing very very good. But he, you know, he's another guy that could um, you know he could stand to 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 come to training more and sure. you know cuz he is a guy that is right on the cusp you mm-hmm. know of of being very good um and uh, he's getting a lot of opportunities because of that it, but you know uh, it's and uh, i know last week dom had like a come to jesus meeting with the entire school uh and i was just i was unable to go because of post mania Feeling sick and PTSD of, uh, am
0: I getting pneumonia again? So, <laughs> not as sick. No, I, you that know, that should have been the first thing we reported
1: this year is John Thorne I, sitting here healthy. I, I, health, you know, but well, I, I, I started feeling he's a relative term for him. For <laughs> I started him. feeling I, you know, like I have like PTSD about it. So, like, I started feeling some kind of like, oh man, do I have a cough? Like, call off work, fucking lock the doors, takes vitamin C. Like, was what is, it what is hypochondriac? Yeah. yeah, it's just it's probably just this time of year, you know. Yeah. Like, you're
3: like uh, that dude from Creep Show. What, uh, oh yeah, yeah no yeah. bugs, no dust. What about
1: yeah. Bob too? You know?
3: Oh, is that what? I, <laughs> you never see what about Bob? You know, yeah, I, I go to Creep Show when I talk about when I talk about that
1: dude busting out a horror movie reference.
3: I know it's rare.
1: <laughs> I'm not a big Creep Show guy, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so Dom did have kind of like a talk with everybody, and that. And, you know, I know a couple weeks ago on the podcast when Twan was on, we kind of got on him about that. But it it does apply to uh, everybody at the school. And, um, you know, Zach Thomas is is continuing to impress with his opportunities. But uh, as I stated before, this tryout that we did, there's all these guys that are well more experienced and well-versed. They're just unknown. Mm -hmm. And they are gunning for every fucking spot on this roster. Sure.
3: Uh, And... You know, it's because they didn't think it was possible before, and now that we've said, "Hey, come try out and show us what you can do," so now they're like, "Floodgates are open." All right, well, here's what I can fucking do. You know, and Zach to me is kind of like where Dominic was like two years ago. Like he's getting a lot of high-profile opponents, and he's getting good spots, Mm -hmm. and it's like, "Okay, kid, you know what? What can you do? Yeah, you know what? What can you do with this guy, or what can you do with this spot, or whatever else." And, you know, it's a question of when you go – you got to go to training, and that's a question of, okay, well, you come to – you walk down the road, you come to the point, you go left, you go right. You know, which way do you want to go? Do you want to go, well, I'm pretty fucking good because I've wrestled all these guys and I've – people have told me they've been good matches and everything else, so I'm going to go right and I'm just going to keep doing that. Or do you go, well, I probably should make sure I keep working and getting better and you go
1: left. And, you know, also uh, just based on – doing this school is just like running a wrestling promotion or being involved. It's constantly learning and figuring things out. And to be perfectly honest, I want to prevent from creating another Alex Daniels who thinks they are too good and believes their own hype and then becomes a just detriment to everybody around them. Uh, So I want to prevent that kind of Thing from coming out of the school again. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah, you're
3: right. I mean, this is you know, the, the idea of. But before, you, when you get to that point, which way do you take
1: it? But before we did not, we did not know that you could create. Well, you you need
3: yeah. an example. You right. Need a and you need a a negative to accentuate the positive.
0: And it's, it's fair to say that he's at a point now where, like, okay, you go out and you have uh, an excellent match with an Eddie Kingston, but now you need to have that same caliber match with somebody that's. On your level or lower, right? Like that's right. where Zach I mean, Thomas is now. Because you're not going to get Eddie Kingston every single time. You, you've got to. You're going to have matches with guys that are the exact same level you, as you, and your match needs to be just. And as the
1: good whole as well. point of the school is, is you, you know, you guys that do get this opportunity. I'm speaking directly to the AW students at this point. Is like you have to bring that knowledge back to the school, and you have to share it with your peers, and mm-hmm. you have to continue to grow as a unit uh, or as a team, for you know, lack of a better term. Yeah. And uh,
3: I don't know how often you guys do that, like because I haven't been there in forever. I was actually planning on going uh, pretty soon one day. Um, I know I just I'm too fucking busy, and it's a weird time, and it's for hard to get there for my office. But anyway, do you guys ever do that where somebody wrestles like an opponent, like a high profile opponent, and I let them let him talk about it for
2: five minutes, to everybody, and go, "Here's what I learned." Or you know, the problem
1: is is getting that person that wrestles that high profile opponent Fair to show possible. up. Fair it's, point.
2: it's a very uh, roller coaster of who appears and who does not. You know, sometimes we'll have a full class for because when I Thursday, used to go,
3: not to cut you off, but no. when I used to go, like a year ago or whenever that was, it was usually pretty much the same.
2: The same people were there all now the it, time. Now it varies. Yeah, very much. Sometimes we have two students and me and Dom, and sometimes it's the entire class and everyone that's ever graduated from the school, mm-hmm. and you can't get near the ring. <laughs>
3: Do you think that's why? Because maybe because maybe it worked better with the. I mean, I know it's impossible for Dominic, but maybe it worked better with the two days and two yeah, days. I mean, because
1: no, because people just weren't coming.
3: Okay,
1: that's why it was changed. That's why it was it, it was changed. A, it a
3: waste for poor Dominic there. I understand yeah. that part of it. I mean, I wouldn't want to go. For
1: Which Dominic. not to go off and change it, but poor fucking uh, talk about dedication. Dominic uprooted his entire life and moved to Cleveland just so he could be closer to the school. And then people don't come. Like how he has any patience at all?
3: Doesn't really. <laughs>
1: But I'm saying, like he had a free place to live, yeah. and he decided to rent a place here. So he's
3: he's he's gotten very angry. About um, that, well, over that's the last probably years. why, you yeah. know. Like, I've it, seen the transit. I told him he's becoming the the uh, v- verbally. He's becoming the biggins part two of AIW <laughs> because he's just he just rips into <laughs> people all yeah all the time. They yeah, spend sometimes,
1: a lot of time
0: riding together. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sometimes I have to say hey. Yeah, e- even me, who I
0: met my wits end with people. Say, yeah, you gotta reel that in, man. I know I, that's how I feel too. Uh, but <laughs> those th- are some of my favorite moments when John Thorne has to tell somebody else to reel it in. And I just stand there like, yeah, because Dominic <laughs> <Dominic's> got <laughs> <Dominic's> <laughs> got no. He just goes from point
3: A to point Z like that. He, like, he there's was no very build up. short. Yeah,
2: yeah. All right, Steve. Well,
0: what so, is next? Uh, next one we roll into. Uh, John alluded to this previously, but it's our tag team championship match. It's two infinity and beyond. Taking out the young studs, uh, Bobby Beverly, Eric Ryan. We Eric G- tried to die again G- multiple times. Yes. Eric, of course, trying to die. David uh, ends and why? And then we have multiple run-ins towards the end. Yeah,
1: to set, to set up for the tag title match. This is, uh, you know, this is uh, okay. It does not fall on my two point five for the night. You know, s- You know, some good, some bad in this one, just okay. like the rest of the show.
3: Uh, Do you think that's primarily because this was just really a setup? Just really to get to have them out no, there. No, I have just all think you know,
1: uh, Bobby Beverly, I think had pneumonia, and Eric Ryan was just coming off of like a MRSA infection. Oh, so, from
3: his like, arm vagina yes. that he had, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
1: you know, they're just like beat, beat up, beat the shit, and you know, they it, don't
0: they don't have the lung capacity. You know, what I mean, like they don't have. Uh, the cardio there to work a match like maybe they would, especially Bobby. If you're coming yeah, if he's off, he's got pneumonia, f- he's sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so you know it is what it is, but it serves its purpose to set the angle up for Jersey City, which you know was really the the main purpose of that.
0: So our next match we go into I think is probably your next one on on things. Well, there's, a, there's only one left, isn't there? Yeah, two left. This okay. is the intense title match between Matt Justice Dominic Garini.
1: Uh, Yes, this is uh, this one is number one of the night. Uh, These guys, uh, you know, credit to them. Probably like realizing. So here's here's what here is what is great about this is they realize that this show is needs to be saved. Uh, But Matthew Justice, always on his quest back to WWE, has is having a mental struggle because billy kidman is there who you know he knew from fcw and he's like man i kind of want to have a fucking classic wrestling match for billy kidman but i also want to have a matthew justice aiw match because the show needs it and uh he goes back and forth on how this match is gonna go probably 40 times throughout the throughout the night uh, and then I think once they get out there, it's just, it's all bets are off and, uh, they fucking, this is the only fucking match that gets an AIW chant. This is the only match of the night that has like the crowd, like really up. Uh, they do all sorts of crazy shit. Um, highlight backstage is Joshua Bishop, total fucking idiot, wants to do a run in looking like what I can only describe as a Christmas tree salesman. Uh, <laughs> He has like a fucking Carhartt work jacket on. Like
3: does he have rope and a, and a change thing strapped to his? Yeah, well? you,
1: like, <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, I was like, I was like, you look like a fucking Christmas tree salesman, uh, and uh, you know, I was like. Dude, Vince McMahon ain't letting no... Roman Reigns run in fucking dry, dude. Like,
0: you ever (laughs) seen... We had to to moisten him up? I had to wet him down. (laughs) I had to wet... This is a Patreon exclusive thing, too. It'll
1: it'll be on there eventually, the photos. But uh, I go, dude, like... You're fucking. You've put on forty pounds of muscle, and you want to run in in a jacket, a long sleeve shirt, uh, <laughs> fucking jeans, uh, and fucking construction boots. I was like, "What is wrong with you?" I was like, "You need to fucking." I was like, "This is the most Vince McMahon thing I'll ever say." I was like, "You need to fucking take a shirt off and show off that physique, buddy." <laughs> and uh, I was like, "And you can't." I was like, "And you got to fucking spray down." So I just, I go, "Somebody give me a water bottle." And I have the headset on. I'm calling the cues, and this fucking guy, I'm spraying him down with a fucking water bottle, fucking trying to, trying to get him ready for a fucking run-in because he was going to go out looking like he was going to sell somebody a fucking, I don't know, what's the fucking type of... A blue spruce yeah Christmas tree. <laughs> nice Douglas fir.
3: Had to get moist before he went uh, out there.
1: <laughs> so I was just fucking... I'm spraying them down. I'm trying to call the fucking show on the headset. And then I go, dude, like you got to fucking hit some fucking bands too. Like, so I got him fucking hitting the fucking elastic bands. I'm spraying. And you're them down. doing
3: all this. Yeah. I'm you're the, a machine back uh, there.
1: It's, it's the most homoerotic thing I've ever participated in. As I have this guy hitting the fucking uh, stretch bands while I'm spraying them, do- spraying them down with fucking a water bottle.
3: If it was spray tanner, that probably would have been better.
1: And, uh, you know, by the time he had to do that running, he was fucking He's looking right. like a superstar. Nobody was buying trees. Nobody was buying trees. Okay. Shirt off, shirt off, acid wash jeans, <laughs> drenched. Just, I was like, "You're looking drenched, buddy." And uh, you know, he goes out there with Wes Barkley with this fucking Jordan fucking
0: jumpsuit yeah. on
3: his swishy pants. And
1: uh, yeah,
0: this is one of the points where people start referring to uh, Joshua Bishop as AIW's new Sid because of that look with the jeans. And the blonde hair, he's going for Mike Awesome, but I, you know,
3: no, Sid is definitely
2: he's more Sid way, than Mike Awesome. He's
3: way more Sid, yeah, because he's got like the the elbow sleeves a little bit, and he's got uh, the hair. I mean, the hair is what does it more than anything. Yeah, it's, it's approaching mullet esque, you know, curly Sid status. And that was actually in New Jersey. That was the first thing I thought of holding the microphone. I was like oh, man, he looks like Sid. And I was just like, don't say that on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. But I was just like, he looks so much like Sid. Sid
0: finally made it to AIW yeah. after all. So, uh,
1: yeah, uh, that's that's that segment. But this is my uh, my match of the night of my 2.5 good matches on this show.
0: There were multiple moments. But there's in one just, left. What? Multiple I left moments early. In so that I, don't match. Remember, I didn't
3: see any of this. I don't know don't know. Multiple anyway. moments in, in that match where I saw
0: that these two were just dead. And I had to get out of my chair to go. Two dangerous spills check to the on floor. Buy, yeah. the,
1: buy the DVD just for this match, I would say.
0: Yeah, actually, 100%.
3: It's so, going to so, be worth so it. So, this is a buy recommendation.
1: Yes. I told you, it's got 2.5 good matches okay. on the whole show. All right.
3: All right. And they're worth it. And they're there's one, it. there's a half of one on the first disc, which, which is 20. So, you got to watch long. both discs. Yeah. You got you to you buy both. both. you yeah.
0: pop, pop them both in the That's DVD right. player. That's right. Uh, so, one that didn't make your list, though, uh, is our final match the absolute championship Defended for the first time by one P.B. Smooth, his first title defense, yeah, this, as he takes on MJF. Uh, MJF, that's, I couldn't remember Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. This, uh, yeah, um, you know,
1: there was a lot of people that really tried to talk me out of the decision to put the belt on P.B. Smooth. Uh, I figured, you know, you got to try. Uh, and this was kind of like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe I was wrong.
0: Um, this, is it a matter of just you think he's just not ready yet in the sense that he's still trying? It seems to be he's figuring himself out a bit of who he is. Sometimes he does. It
1: depends times. on the day. Sometimes he has himself figured out. Sometimes he's different. So, uh, and MJF uh, is bumping around like a madman in this one, and it's just the people were not behind it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh and nobody could have cared less. And um, you know, this tombstone on the stage is just probably w- what I would consider like the worst moment in AIW history. Like I almost left. Uh, I literally almost walked out of the what building.
3: What was uh, not, not having been there and seen
1: it? What was so bad about? I that? mean, you could find it's just bad. It's like it's like a s- set down on the oh, ramp okay.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a movie he's never done before. And I'm not trying to surface it. I'm not trying to uh,
1: bury him. It's just, it. at that point, I just
3: went like, you know, this. Th- so they wanted to do a cool spot, but they didn't really.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of things. They, they didn't go that. all
0: out
3: to do
1: this. Well, spot. I will give my inside baseball. I was asked if they could break the ramp. And I said, yes, you can oh. break it. Okay. So I'm like, okay, here we go. They're going to go through
2: it. And they
1: c- couldn't have protected the ramp more. Yeah. And,
2: uh, it was the opposite of the Matt Justice Hell on Earth. Yeah, from, my,
0: from my vantage point, I thought they, just, they were they trying... Wanted, to-
3: they wanted to do a, 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 a dangerous, cool spot, and they just didn't commit to it.
2: I thought they were protecting
1: that the ramp. makes sense. Yeah. And, uh you know, I was just like...
0: Now, let me let's ask just, this. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> Even though it was brought to you as a question of, could we break the ramp, do you think and the back of pb's mind is ooh i don't know i already paid for one fucking garage door no. this year <laughs> no if he says no. if he says yes no he had be property we could rebuild it no not yeah. at all it just it's just
1: it. it just does not work 6 million dollar ramp um and uh
0: you got the money you know we oh. we end
1: it you know we end the show with the angle the set up the jersey city thing tom tom lawler cuts a good promo
0: um that that got you, I think, right.
1: You know, I, I was just happy the show was over, honestly, (laughs) like, uh, because, you know, at this point, you know, now you're going into your biggest show ever, Mm uh, with, you know, a guy that just did not deliver as, as the man on top. And that was, that it gave me like a lot of second, second thoughts. Uh Um, on top of a lot of, Hey, I told you shows from people. Uh, so that did not, uh, that did not build the confidence going into, you know, <laughs> the most expensive show we were ever going to do. Uh, so, uh, there was, <laughs> there was a chance that PB could have left Jersey as the champion still, but like that tombstone, like sealed the deal for me, uh, to where I said, you know, who, we got to kind of go back to the drawing board, and you know he's not ready to be in the spot right
0: now. So, yeah, you have Tom Lawler comes out, uh, Donce comes out, Justice comes out, and, as you said, sets up uh, what happens then at Jersey City for our main event there, uh, four-way for the absolute title. Uh, then we have the after-party at Nax, and uh, that's fine. You get a sleepy swoggle. Sleepy swoggle. He decided he needed to go to sleep in your car. Was, was the after-party bad, too, or did it rate... Uh, it, it was okay, yeah.
3: uh, you know. It was okay. Nothing. Fully fully staffed nacs or typical understaffed nacs.
0: It was fine. It was no, fine. They were okay. appropriately staffed. Appropriately staffed. Okay. Next. Tim's well, it's trying. Tim's it's only been girls. their
3: eighth try. They should have it figured out by now.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it it was all right. It was right. fine. You know, nothing, uh, nothing of note.
0: I will I will say this: there is a a hilarious moment. So I'm sitting at a table with.
1: Are you talking about when Swaggle did the Undertaker pose when PB walked in?
0: No, no, that was funny too. Uh, th- 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 what's that? that MJF there is a Kingston MJF moment, but before that one, it's uh, Kingston, MJF, Chalk Samson, and uh, I don't know, somebody else sitting at our table. And, and all this ECW essentially theme songs are playing on the touch tunes. And Jock Sampson says, oh, you could tell we're here with a bunch of marks. They're all playing ECW music. And in my head, I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. And he walks away, and Eddie and I just look at each other like, yeah, that's all John Thorne playing their music. We just knew, but he was the only one who had no clue. That's what he does. Man. I know. He made uh, <laughs> up the uh, Touch tunes. two
3: legs play it at uh, another after party. He was calling. Isn't that the dude? Ronald Tulake? Yeah. yeah. it wasn't, And you were like telling him to play. Oh, the
1: UXWA after part, yeah, yeah,
3: punch up all kinds of theme music on his laptop.
0: What else
1: you going to play You're around a bunch of wrestlers? You know? <laughs> right.
0: Got to know your audience. Dom. <laughs> Dominic is has uh, walked in late. Dom, I don't remember the exact Kingston MJF moment.
1: There was like a moment where Max and Eddie were talking about something, and Max goes, being a New Yorker, and I thought Eddie was gonna kill him.
0: <laughs> and he was like, "Excuse me, you ain't from New York." Oh, he just moved
3: there, didn't he? <laughs> he's, from he's, there. From oh, there. He's, he's from there. there. Okay. He's from there. He's
1: like from, from the hoity-toity. He's from Long there.
3: Island. Like, yeah. He's from yeah, Long yeah. Island. Yeah. We're like
1: Kingston's, like from Yonkers, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and deep down in the hood. So like Maxwell like thinks like New York is like big like bagel places and like. Coffee joints, yeah, and like Kingston, yeah, doormen, yeah. and Kingston's like <laughs> raised out in the streets. So Kingston took a lot of offense to Maxwell referring to himself as a New Yorker. I would
3: imagine Maxwell quickly apologized. Yes, Max has a has oh, a yeah, driver's he's, license. He's not that he's, much of a Yorker He's known as a as a
1: as a quick apologizer.
3: Oh well, I mean, <laughs> I'd apologize to any two if it. He got mad at me. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's yeah. You know, that's pretty much it. That that wraps this one up. Uh, it took us a minute to get into it. That we got to do it. Yeah, we got through it. You're welcome. <laughs> one of the, I bet one of the longer ones in AIW history. No, <laughs> no? no podcast. Yeah. No, definitely not. Uh, for us, maybe just it felt like it was dragging because John didn't want to talk about it. But uh, that is going to do it here for us this week. Any any final comments? I, I'll say this. I'm glad you know,
3: I left early. Apparently, that's all. That's what I'll
0: say. Oh <laughs> um, uh, well, two of them. For all the comments and everything that, you know, potentially we're gonna see on Twitter after this as people listen and in a day and age where, you know, people wanna claim someone's getting buried or this and that, the when we pull back the curtains and show you behind the scenes on these podcasts, on these episodes, these aren't conversations that aren't had with the people that we're speaking it's, of. I mean, it's not bearing if it's true. You yeah, know? it's like, but yeah. you know what I mean? There's people who are going to be like, Oh, you just have to sit there and bash them." It's like, no, no, we're giving, there him. are
3: fans of people that will get mad when you say anything negative.
2: Exactly. About this whole show was bad. But, I mean, that's, it's, yeah, that's, I hate, I hated the show it rough at
0: best. We
1: and, are as, as my, as it being my money, it's my right to say that I did not like it Yeah, and I did not like it. And it is not what I anticipated. And, um, you know, the, the last thing that I'll say on this tombstone situation is, uh, when P- PB released the statement on it this like last week and just takes no accountability for it and throws the blame on his opponent. And, uh, I thought that that was not a way to, uh, just move on from it. You know, it's like, I don't know whose idea it was. I, it doesn't matter whose idea it was. You did it. It did not work. So just, just accept it and move Let on. Let it be what it was. Don't don't all talk the, all about the
0: people it. that we
3: talk about, have been around for a long time are part of the family if you will whatever. Mm-hmm. So and it's you're in the entertainment business. Right. You have to be able like I said nobody bats a thousand. You have to be able to take negativity with the positivity. You don't you, you can't just expect to be someone to fawn all over everything you do every time you do something. You're 100% you're, right. You're going to have a bad day. And
1: it's, you know, being brutally honest on this podcast is probably going to be more effective to the people than if I sent them a direct message and said, Hey, this was not good.
0: Uh, it's criticism. It's constructive though. Yeah. And, uh, and again, I mean, John talked about it multiple times throughout this episode, conversations were had with these people he talked about talking to Tuan and guys already. So uh, just, you know, don't want anybody to get their uh, get all worked up over this thing. But that's gonna do get it. Worked here. Up, get worked up yeah. if you want. I don't care. Uh, I mean, you know,
1: it's just I, I hated this show. You know, if I fucking, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that's that's my point exactly. You if I that, wanted to lie, I would. Do. If I wanted to lie, I would say buy this fucking amazing show. It sucked.
0: <laughs> I hate it. Although this. you did still still tell people it's to got buy. two and a half. <laughs> it's got two and a half matches on it. Two and a half that are worth the money. Two and a half. How much good? is a DVD?
1: fourteen ninety nine. Worth it. MP four cheaper than that.
0: Well, there you go. Two and a half matches worth it. Hey. Uh, for the Duke for Dr. Dan for John Thorne and a brief moment of Dominic Greeny. my name is Steve Guy we'll talk to you here next week on The Card is Going to Change